Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. As you remember last time that we were together, we were in Jerusalem with Jesus as he had gone down to celebrate a feast day as we talked about how in the Old Testament there was three particular feast days that everybody would go down to Jerusalem for a time of refreshing, a time with family and friends, but a time to worship the Lord. And so when Jesus went down there, as he entered into the temple, it tells us that he went by what was known as the Sheep Gate, or else, uh, also in the Hebrew was known as Bethsaida, or else the Pool of Bethsaida. And going in there, he saw this man who was hurting. In fact, it talks about how, how he, was par- he was paralyzed. He couldn't get up off of his cot. He could hardly move. And Jesus went up to the man that was sick, and he just simply asked, are you wanting to be healed? Are you w- desiring to be healed? Of course, the man responded, yes, I want to be healed. And so immediately, Jesus healed him, and he picked up his cot, and he walked out. And doing so, he didn't, it tells us that he didn't know who Jesus was, but he ran across some some of the Pharisees, and and certainly as they saw him walking with the, the cot, they asked him, who, who healed you? And he says, I don't know. But later on, Jesus tells us they found him in the temple, and he told them not to say anything. But, of course, this man, uh, he went back to the, the, the leaders of the, the temple at that time, and he told them it was Jesus who healed him. And they said that they were really upset with him, and that's where we picked up the story. He says, uh, for this reason, the Jews persecuted Jesus uh, and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. So he, the story is, is he wasn't upset. They weren't upset, excuse me, the fact that Jesus healed. But they, they were upset that he healed on the Sabbath because they had such and they had written so many interpretations to the understanding of the law where we're told that we're supposed to keep the Sabbath holy. We're supposed to have that day with the Lord, a day where we cease from working. And so they had so many different understanding what constitute work. But Jesus answered them. He says, my father has been working until now, and I have been working. Otherwise, he's saying, God has been working each and every day, even on the Sabbath. Well, you say, what do you mean God's been working? Well, I got up this morning and I looked outside and the sun was up. The birds were singing. Everything's in motion. And God's at work controlling the universe, keeping the order of the universe. And Jesus says, so have I. He says, therefore, it tells us that therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him, being killing Jesus, because not only he broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Important here. They're starting to recognize the claims of Jesus, that Jesus is the Messiah, and that he has authority, and also his authority is saying that he is equal with God. And I think it's 
so important for us as, the, as believers to recognize who Jesus is. See, sometimes Christians like to just to believe that Jesus was that guy that was born on Christmas Day in the manger, or, or he went about telling good stories, or he certainly did do some, did some healings. But to accept him as part of the triunity uh, uh, of the scriptures, as the scriptures reveal Jesus, that he's part of the trinity, the triunity of God, they, they miss that. In fact, it tells us that in the book of Colossians that he created all things and by him all things were created. As we see here, they sought to kill Jesus because he did the work on the Sabbath, but also because his claim to be equal with God. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and showed him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you will marvel. And so he's saying, the things that you're seeing me doing certainly were in the heart of the Father, because I couldn't do it unless God had given me these things to do and set forth for me to do. And there, I'm sure, looking at Jesus very puzzled as he goes on in verse number 21, for as the Father, for as the Father raised the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. And so here he's answering him, where they were accusing Jesus as being with equal with God. Well, Jesus isn't denying it. In fact, he's reinforcing it, the fact that he is equal with God. And God had given him the right of all judgment, and he's given him the right to give life, and that we should honor Jesus just as we honor the Father. In verse 22, he says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my words and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. This verse is so important to us as he's really wanting us know, to know these things he, where he says, most assuredly, you can count on this. Where he, he's saying, I'm saying this things, these directly to you. And he says, he says, he who hears my words, and, and that's a key thing, that we're actually hearing the words of Jesus. As we'll be talking about the dangers of hearing other words further down the road, but there is many people who want to put forth their philosophies, their ideas about God, and, and uh, their false teaching that runs rampant not only without the without the church or outside of the church but within the church how important it is for us to hear the words of jesus and then secondly that we believe in him who has sent me has everlasting life if we believe in him who has sent jesus otherwise god the father that the things that jesus is doing comes to the father he says then we're on track we're doing the right thing 
because the result is that we're going to have everlasting life. I think so often in this world, all we do in our life is we live for today. Maybe we could be concerned about our, you know, what's going to happen next week or you know, a few weeks down the road, but normally we're just consumed with our life that we, that we, the things, how we're going to live, how we're going to survive the day. But Jesus here is speaking about eternal life. See, after this life, there truly is eternal life waiting for us. And God wants us to, to know him and be able to experience him that we might have that eternal life that God has waiting for us. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who will, will hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in, his, in himself and given him the authority to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. So the authority that has been given to Jesus Christ is tremendous. Why? Because he's equal with God. He's given him the authority. He is the Son of Man. In verse 28, do not marvel at this. For the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and will come forth. And those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resur- resurrection of condemnation. I can do, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is righteousness because I do not seek my own will, but the will of my Father which sent me. And so Jesus is turning to the crowd. He's turning to these, those Jews who were coming against him from healing on the Sabbath. And we'll be talking more about the Sabbath as we move forward. But the fact that he, he making himself known as being equal with God or, or, as we saw here, the Son of Man, so important for us to realize who Jesus is. One time as they were gathered around Jesus, he simply asked them, who do men say that I am? Some answered, a, a prophet, a teacher, a good man. Peter responded and says, You know what, Lord, you are the Messiah, the one sent of God. And Jesus re- replied, He says, You know, flesh and blood then, you know, you didn't get that by your own wits, Peter. But, but by the Spirit of God, as God revealed that to his heart. You know, as you read the Bible, as, you, as you, other people read the Bible, the difference between those who believe and those who don't believe is just a choice, isn't it? It's a choice of who Jesus is. Today, you have that choice. Are you going to choose to believe? Are you going to listen to the words of Jesus and choose? If you do so, you will have eternal life. And that's the promise, not of some pastor recording a message here today, that's me, but rather the words of Jesus. You can count on it. And it's my prayer that this day that you would believe in Jesus Christ and that you would follow him and that you too could experience the not only the blessings but the abundant life that he has for you and that you might know his forgiveness and eternal life that's waiting for you. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you.
Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.